0: Hello and welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Tense negotiations and months of political grandstanding have finally come to an end. Over the weekend, President Joe Biden has signed legislation averting a U.S. debt default, sidestepping a catastrophic blow to the economy with a bipartisan victory that defied Washington expectations. So to take a closer look at how markets are reacting to this latest development, joining us on the phone today is Vishnu Varthan, who is the head of economics and strategy of Asia at Mizuho Bank. Vishnu, welcome back to the show.
1: Hi, Hongbin. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining me today. Okay, so the U.S. has finally averted a day, debt default and the measure, Brokered Now, limits federal spending for two years and it suspends the debt ceiling through the 2024 election. What does this mean?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, the at least the initial part of it means that mm-hmm. the, the can has been kicked down the road on, the, on, on debt ceiling risks. Mm. Um, it also means that markets have got immediate relief, as you rightly pointed out, mm-hmm. in, in avoiding something catastrophic. Mm. Uh, but equally, it also begs questions about very near-term liquidity as mm. uh, the Treasury taps markets for, to, to refill its coffers. Mm-hmm. And further out, the question is whether some of the uh, you know, negotiated cutback in spending uh, will uh, see a softer outcome in the economy.
0: Right. Right. So, does this mean markets are all optimistic today?
1: Markets have started mm. off on an optimistic note, mm. but I think caution is certainly creeping in.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and and I think the more imminent um, consideration for markets is how much uh, uh, endurance this uh, you know this this risk on rally has, especially right. if the treasury quickly starts draining liquidity, mm-hmm. which is really the the demand for markets to, to you know, really higher. Mm-hmm.
0: So what kind of risks or are there any risks that remain? Or, you know, has the debt ceiling limit debacle ended officially? Now we can move on and we don't have to think about it anymore.
1: Yeah, you're right. We don't need to think about this. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, it doesn't ab- absolve us of the worries about other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we do need to worry about uh, uh, where the economy is headed mm-hmm. uh, and what it means for uh, you know consumer resilience, uh, especially uh, mm-hmm. with some of the cutbacks in spending. Uh, and in, in the very near term, it also you know begs the question of whether uh, you know much tighter dollar funding as as the U.S. Treasury drains liquidity mm-hmm. might accentuate uh, pre-existing banking sector risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as just uh, market jitteriness, which leads to some falls in equities, so on and so forth.
0: Right, right. It seems like the threats and the concerns that we had previous to the debt ceiling limit is now back on the table. I mean, I think I completely forgot about the banking turmoil. But anyways, the possibility of a recession... Also, you know, caused by the default, posed one of the biggest threats to Biden's chances of winning a second term as well. But with this bill now signed, is there no longer a possibility of a recession? I would say not, right? No,
1: I mean, um, so, I mean that's, that's really a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. I think what we swapped, the risk that we swapped out was one of a, a sudden seizure and, and shock to the economy mm-hmm. that would have amounted in, a, in, in not just a, a deeper recession in the US, but perhaps even a, a, a global shock, right. uh, just because a lot of these ripples go through the financial channel. Uh, we are, however, not completely out in the clear. Uh, some downturn risk. In fact, more accentuated downturn risks from the cutback in spending uh, may be par for the course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the outlier case, the tail risk, is that if this catches the banking sector on the wrong foot, uh, mm-hmm. then we may get a different type of financial risk uh, that leads to, uh, you know, recession type of outcomes as well. So we're not completely out in the clear, but the biggest risk in front of us. At least that one has, you know, receded.
0: Mm, I see. I see. And now focus is of course back to the U.S. Federal Reserve. What are markets pressing in for? What the Fed's next move may be. I mean, what do you expect for the Fed's next policy move?
1: Since since the May uh, policy meeting, we've been expecting a pause in June, mm. primarily because they've done so much, 500 basis points of hikes, and mm-hmm. you know, judging from what they've said, uh, we also noted that the bar is pretty high
0: mm. to
1: rush another hike. After the debt ceiling clearance, I think some parts of markets initially thought that uh, the Fed might hike since this very, very large threat overhanging uh, mm-hmm. has now vanished. Uh, but you know, I, I think with the sort of mixed jobs number that came in, Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that I think that the Fed continues to stress that they, they do have the policy space to pause. Mm. We do expect a pause. The uh, the thing that we need to underline here is that this pause is still a hawkish pause. If mm. there's any inclination, it's likely to be a hike,
0: right.
1: not a cut yet.
0: I see, I see. So if they opt for a next another hike, how big of a hike would this one be?
1: Almost necessarily. It would be a very calibrated uh, 25 basis mm. point hike. Okay. I think one clear thing that we need to bear in mind is, uh, you know, Joan Powell has said quite clearly that if they've done a lot so far, mm-hmm. what they need to do is to feel their way around as to how much more they have to do rather than uh, rush into
0: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, despite the debt ceiling debacle, um, leading for investors to think that the fed may hike again I mean a jump in the unemployment rate from 3.7 percent to four from four 3.4 percent rather in the private prior month it signaled a slowing in the pace of wage hour growth and that had left investors still expecting the fed to stay hold for at least one meeting what could change that
1: I think you know we, we if depending on what we expect in terms of, of the change mm-hmm. uh, so if you're expecting another hike to come through, uh, then those uh, those expectations will be fulfilled if we do get, we continue to get hot uh, mm-hmm. inflation numbers that are particularly sticky uh, and we get job openings remaining high because you know the, the mm-hmm. jobs market data really makes this, as you rightly pointed out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so those would be the things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Whereas for the Fed to properly pivot into cuts, for us, it may be further signs of weakness in the jobs market, but this is a bit slow burn. So for mm-hmm. us, the biggest uh, you know, catalyst for the Fed to completely make a 180 degree turn would be signs of credit tightening. I mean, this is one of the particular risks that they've been worried about since mm. their banking turbulence, they're watching for data. So this, for us, remains the biggest watch factor.
0: Okay, okay. And how are markets likely to react if the U.S. Fed opts for another rate hike? I mean, what kind of impacts will, will that also have on the U.S. economy?
1: I mean, I think the market reaction would almost be one of disappointment. Mm. You'll find yields go slightly higher, you get the, you'll get probably get equities knocked back, the dollar holding firm, mm. uh, risk sentiments are sour, mainly because... Uh, you know, markets will be forced to defer their current expectations on when rate hikes, uh, rate cuts could come through, mm-hmm. and that also naturally increases the risks of a hard landing. So, the market's thinking is that the longer you hold rates high, or the further out you push it, right. the risks of a hard landing increase with those.
0: Mm-hmm. And what else should investors be looking out for the coming weeks in regards to what could influence the U.S. Fed's next policy? But I
1: think one big watch factor here is the. ISM services data that are coming out Mm. uh, primarily because I think it's more or less accepted that the manufacturing sector globally and in the US is slowing but a huge silver lining has been that the services sector has been very resilient Mm -hmm. Uh, and so if there's a larger than expected slowdown in ISM services Mm. you can expect Uh, Fed expectations to be augmented alongside that. So that's one big factor that they're watching. Uh, And I think apart from that, from a market perspective, they're probably going to watch for details of what type of uh, bill issuances the Treasury is up to in terms of uh, at least assessing how much liquidity rate will be drained and how quickly.
0: Okay, well, I shall look out for whether or not the Fed will hike interest rates for 25 basis points or just take a pause. Well, thank you so much, Vishnu, for joining me today.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Hongbin.
0: Thank you. We've been speaking with Vishnu Varathan, who's the head of economics and strategy of Asia and Mizuo Bank. Stay with Money FM 89.3.